Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Let's swap and swap chairs and see if that's better. (laughs) (laughs) This is um, all gold, just so everybody knows. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to Homo Sapiens, your neighbourhood queer podcast, no less. How is everybody doing? I'm fine. I'm in Australia. But I'm not alone today, you see, because it might be nighttime here in Australia, but it's morning in London. And sitting opposite me on Zoom, uh, I have international power couple, Mark Gatiss and Ian Hallard. Do I say Gatiss or Gattis? Gatiss. Gatiss. And also, we're in, <coughs> we're in Birmingham. You're in Birmingham, in sorry. Birmingham. Yeah. We'll be in London shortly, but yeah. That's Mark, how jet set we are. Mark always says, um, think gay when it comes to his name. Yes. Ah, there we go. Oh, we'll come on to that. But before we begin, have you caught up with uh, last week's episode with world famous agony uncle JP Bramer? If you joined us for our fundraiser, fundraiser or a fundraiser with Stonewall last night, a massive thank you for coming and donating. Keep emailing us. Stay in touch, listeners. Hello at homo sapiens podcast com or on insta at at homo sapiens and tell me what you thought of the episodes you can even tell us what you think of this one and you can get in touch with us on our instagram with all of your news at homo sapiens okay so neither of these guests need an introduction but i'm old-fashioned so here we go mark gatis uh, got that right, is an actor, writer and producer famous for starring in shows such as the legal gentleman doctor who sherlock game of thrones doc who written twice Poirot <laughs> and very close to my heart Map and Lucia and seem to be the new Mission Impossible and Ian Hallard is the actor and writer you will know Whovians will know from Doctor Who Sherlockians will know from Sherlock Poirotians will know from Poirot and the boys in the band who's collaborated with Mark on many projects right boys and the latest of which is the new comedy play, The Way Old Friends Do, which is a show that is for all you ABBA fans, written by Ian, but directed by Mark, correct? Correct. Correct. Well done. Mark has actually been in Doctor Who twice. So, Well, well actually, more than twice. Three times. So, so maybe that's why it's down on there. Yeah. Ah, so in some ways we were missing one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you should have said it again. <laughs> so you're in Birmingham. You're hot off the heels of your second night of this, this new show, The Way Old Friends Do. Correct. Any disasters yet? Um, 
Not really. I mean, in slight little tweaks, we have a revolve, so that's always technically challenging. So it's just been making sure that it, it works. And is that um, as in the stage goes round? That's yeah. right. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's like a big spinning disc, which is quite exciting. Yeah, we might, and then we're going to sell the revolve into a carousel when we leave. You'll make your money back. <laughs> and how did this show and the idea come about? Because it's such a great idea. Well, various people had asked me over the years if I'd ever thought about writing. I'd, I've, I've collaborated with Mark as in the capacity of script script editor or script editor or, or an official script editor for <clears> over twenty <throat> years now, um, and we've we've worked together on a, a few Poirot episodes, one of which we co-wrote. But I'd never written anything original before because obviously the Poirot was an adaptation. So it was just a few things combining. Really, I sat down summer of twenty nineteen and thought if I was going to write a play, what what would it be about? And um, they say, write what you know. And there's not much that I don't know about ABBA. So I thought, okay, well, well, we'll, we'll start there. And also, uh, the, the first thing I was going to write, I, I thought, well, I want to write a part for myself. So I sat there, okay, and, and thought, well, if uh, if my agent was going to ring tomorrow with the offer of a <laughs> of a job, what what part would I most like to play? So I don't want it to have to be um, one of the girls from ABBA. So and then I just had to work backwards and and come and and contrive a storyline that enabled me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that how it all began. It's perhaps worth explaining the premise of the play at this point. <laughs> yes, it's about two old school friends who meet after twenty years and decide to form the world's first ABBA tribute band in drag. Wild fact: there is no drag ABBA tribute band. Is that right? Not to my knowledge. That was the first thing I did after I'd had the idea. I thought, oh, I better Google it just to check that they are the world's first ABBA tribute band in drag. And yeah, unless unless um, they're out there and hiding their bushel. Hiding under a bushel. <laughs> or indeed hiding their bushel. <laughs> in their bush. Which depends on the cut of the dress, really. Yeah. Um, I've, had a very, I've had a very long week. <laughs> so forgive me for not being able to speak or, or, or string coherent thoughts together. What I will tell you is if it does exist... The listeners of Homo Sapiens will absolutely get in touch and tell us. They'll let you know. Absolutely. Well, it it is also set in 2015, so it's possible that they may, even if it exists now, it maybe didn't seven or eight years ago. I trust this is the beginning of of it. I I hope (laughs) this play is the the starting pistol for lots of them, because it's a great idea. Well, when I first told some some friends what the play was about, a few of them got very excited, and I I was like, "You, you know I'm not starting a drag ever tribute band the, the play is just about it and they, i think they were, they were a little bit disappointed about that that's how it all begins you see Ian. <laughs> you say you're not but then yeah. we're on tour for for nearly six months so if uh, in a few months time when uh, when the show's really bedded in and we, we've got some spare time maybe the six of us in the cast will just get into our costumes and, and actually rehearse a gig that obviously is what i want to happen i just haven't told the rest of them yet yes there's a bright future for you where are you going on this tour let's sell some tickets well we're in birmingham at the moment uh then we go to sheffield uh to the lyceum up there uh then we're back in london for five weeks at the park theater at finsbury park and then we go till june encompassing york salford exeter cheltenham (laughs) uh bath Guildford, Does this sound like you're, you Oxford. know when you're on a train and they announce? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's calling it journey. York. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm having to remember it. I didn't. I didn't write down. There's the, the definitely list of a menus, rail replacement but... service at some point on this. <laughs> but the whaleoldfriendsdo.com is the website link, and the, on all the ticket there information is there as well. Go. So there you go. <laughs> and ask a silly question: Do we hear some? Do we hear many ABBA numbers? Well, you, yes, you do actually. You hear quite a lot. Um, it's not a musical. It's not Mamma Mia. Um, mm-hmm. 
and actually, when I wrote the play, I knew that uh, getting the rights to ABBA songs was like gold dust, you know. I mean, I, I rang uh, the PRS, the Performing Rights Society, who were the organisation, obviously, who, who, who administrate all um, things like that. And they said, no, the ABBA, ABBA and Beatles, you won't get the rights to any of the songs. Uh, but we were very fortunate that um, Jez Bond, who's the artistic director at the Park Theatre, where we're going in uh, in March, just happened to have... Benny Anderson's email address and would say, well, I'll email Benny and ask if you can, if you can sing a song for the show. Um, and happily he got back and said that, said that we could. So, uh, so it's, it's very gratifying that we have their, their blessing for it to go ahead. Cause obviously it's not an official ABBA endorsed product, like, like all the, the aspects of Mamma Mia and, and uh, Voyage franchise. Ah, uh, so nice though, because I remember, mm. I don't know if you probably know more about this than I do, but like, I remember that there was always this thing that like ABBA wouldn't license their music or whatever. And then, um, and then there was some email was written to get Mamma Mia off the ground. Is that right? Well, Mamma Mia is different because they've always been involved from the beginning. So that wasn't such a, mm-hmm. a difficult, a, a difficult thing. They're, they're, they're the producers and they're artistically involved in that. But yeah, usually right. that's why, um, M- when Madonna wanted to sample Gimme, Gimme, Gimme for Hung Up, uh, she had to kind of write a, a groveling email and <laughs> groveling. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Um, and usually Are we they, sure just, they turn things gro- down. Does Madonna grovel? Does she have a I grovel? I don't know. Tip? I think she had to on this occasion, which I think is quite, it's, that's quite gratifying in a way. Um, on a tangent, did you see that thing this week? Someone had unearthed an article from about 1991 te- called uh, Calm Down Grandma, telling Madonna to act her age. <laughs> she was about 32. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrific. It's- it's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it, that she has had, I'm often in a Madonna wormhole, and there was one interview of her saying how this would happen to her. She said, it, you'll do this to me now, and then when I get older, you'll say this, that, that about me. And mm. everybody did. And it's it's mm. ludicrous. She's like Mystic Meg. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's her Less, <laughs> less sequins. Maybe more sequins. Um, Mystic Madge. <laughs> Mystic Madge. There we go. And, <laughs> Have you have you seen Abba the live um, projectiony thing? I've I've seen them twice. Um, I, I okay. saw them on the um, the premiere night, which was which was the night that all four of them were there. And is that uh, was that the best night of your life, Ian? Right. You know it's a hologram, right? Uh, no, no, no! Literally, all four of them were there on the premiere night. It was, it was, yeah. I, I'm sure I wasn't imagining it. Although, although yeah. Mark couldn't go to that night, so we went again for his birthday in October, and he did oh. every so often clutch my arm and go, "But they're there." Oh, um, and I went, well, no, they're not there tonight, but they were you, there back in May. I must say, Chris, the Abbott projectiony thing doesn't really do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Doctor Who give a show projector. It's, it's Listen, just, if you, I'm trying to sell tickets to your show, not theirs. Yes, great. No, yeah. they're doing fine. But honestly, if you haven't been, you should go because it's it's jaw dropping. It's jaw dropping. But tell me a bit about why Ian and I'm sure you as well, Mark. Does Abba speak to you? It, it, it's funny actually because uh, Bjorn was a guest editor on the Today program on um, Radio Four over Christmas, mm. and one of the items that he actually wanted to investigate was why ABBA appeals so particularly to the LGBT plus community. And I don't think it's possible to come up with a definitive answer. It's, it's a, it's a peculiar thing is why, why should, should, why should it speak to, to queer people in a, in a, in a way that, that it does so strongly? Um, they've, they've been a constant in my life. I, I, um, my mum was pregnant with me 
1974 when they won Eurovision. I should point out she didn't become pregnant in that moment. It's not like it wasn't some kind of <laughs> immaculate conception via Waterloo. Um, but but then um, and then I grew up with them with Mum playing the records, and that was the those are the earliest memories of my childhood. She Mum knitted me a pair of blonde yellow plaits so that I could dance around the living room pretending to be Agnetta to take a chance on me Amazing. and 45, 45 years on and I'm, I'm doing that professionally on stage. <laughs> Taking so your time. It's been yeah. quite a journey. <laughs> what a journey. Uh, do those plats still exist? <laughs> they don't sadly. And mum, mum was just saying that we don't have a photo of it either. It's a, it's a real shame. It would be lovely. If, oh, um, it would. Yeah, no, uh, no, we don't still have them. And Mark, <laughs> did it strike your soul so deeply as well? Well, I've, I've always really loved them. Uh, I mean, I'm old enough to remember, Waterloo, 1815. <laughs> um, uh, very well. And it's funny, isn't it? It's strange how you, the, the bits you remember. Doctor Who is my ABBA, see what I mean? So right. Ian has a relationship with Doctor Who like I have to ABBA. So he, there are certain things that stick with you. And when you're not an Uber fan, you kind of go, oh, yeah, I remember. I, the, the, weirdly, the thing I remember the best was the day before you came, <clears throat> which is right at the end. I remember really liking that song i think because it's so melancholy um yeah and and being very aware of all that stuff towards the time they were splitting up but you know i mean they were just at the soundtrack to growing up in the the 70s and and early 80s and uh i i mean i didn't know any details i remember when we first really the first year we met we went on holiday to venice and uh we had to get a vaporetto across the lido every morning and everybody, I said, I made Ian tell me the history of ABBA. That, I remember it distinctly. The whole, the whole sequence. It was like a brilliant uh, way of, of spreading. Of yeah, kind of little installments. Yeah, you know, it was like a, it was like Scheherazade. <laughs> <laughs> was this sort of pre Wikipedia? Have you yeah, ever? Yeah. Have you ever contributed to the Wikipedia page, Ian? Of ABBA. Of ABBA, yeah. No. During COVID, though, uh, one of the, the 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 Facebook group of of which I am a member called ABBA talk which is kind of fictionalized within the show we did have um a, a quiz that was organized by chris who runs our talk and and i won <laughs> i'm not saying so. i'm not saying it, chris, i'm not saying it was important that Ian won but it was important that he won <laughs> i in a very affable smiley man a very very cold flash of steel came over your face just before you said i won <laughs> And I saw a whole different side of you. A defiant, a not yet seen. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're working on this together. Uh, you're working on this as a couple, which you've done before because you did Poirot together, right? And you've done various other things together. Mm-hmm. But what's that like? My mum and dad worked together. So um, I'm always interested. Did, and did that go well for them? Was that su- a success? They, it went great. Yeah, they really liked oh, yeah. it. I didn't think they had a choice. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, as, and of course, as did ABBA, which went less successfully for their <laughs> yes, romantic relationships. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, we've done it before. We're never in this in this particular combination, but we did The Boys in the Band six years ago together and we did a lot of press around that time with people kind of going oh how is it going to be it's going to be right and we'd always just say the same thing we do like each other it's not it's not yeah. a chore to be in each other's company actually with when when you're you're both busy anyway actually carving out a, a, a period of time where you know you're going to see each other every day is lovely because and you're not sort of shooting off to film or or, or work elsewhere having said that <laughs> here comes it, the caveat it was a point it was a point a couple of weeks ago after it was after a very very intense week when we got to this the saturday when it was a day off and it was sort of like i said i've got to, i've got to be able to shut the door because if i was directing someone else's play i would be able to shut the door now yeah. and i need we need to not talk about this today so we could actually depressurize and think about something else but you know that's the way it works isn't it I think I think it would only become combustible or unhealthy if you if you weren't able to to be that honest about it and mm-hmm. say we need need you need our own uh, space and and time to do different stuff just so it uh, we come back at it fresh uh, on on Monday morning. Yeah, you got to be. That's my way. Honest. I'm subtly saying that because today is our day off, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> and here we and here we are. Mark is also doing a few help hand gestures at the screen. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what's that sign? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, because I suppose it's about it's about being able to be honest, isn't it? I think that's the thing. And perhaps in same sex relationships, or maybe just LGBT relationships, full stop, we are used to being able to be honest about what we want, or try, or perhaps delineating roles, or having to discuss those things so that it doesn't fall to one person having to carry do the heavy lifting i don't know if that mm, resonates mm. at all well we're quite lucky in that we have very similar tastes certainly artistically mm-hmm. i mean it's unusual if not i don't know if it's ever happened that, <laughs> that one of it that we go and see a play or a film or something together and one of us walks that walks out going oh, that was amazing the other one hated it oh, um, really so i think because we trust each other's judgment artistically if mm. mark comes and says i'm not sure this moment's working or this line isn't landing or we need to do something different you know I'm, i i go yeah of course I tr- and even down to like we're just having discussions about fine-tuning front of house music which is what people listen to when they come and sit down so so no i think that or just having that level of confidence in each other's judgment is is helpful if, if you doubted that well it, well i wouldn't have asked him to direct the play if i'd have <laughs> if i didn't think he couldn't i mean you do, do have, after after 24 years <laughs> you do develop a kind of sixth sense so you you know, and it's a cliche to say, but you do sort of finish each each other's sentences. You can finish that one if you like, <laughs> <laughs> um, etc. But but we we'll often uh, you know 
we'll be watching something or or something will happen and we'll just catch each other's eye and it's like it's like a little notation just yes yes i caught i saw that don't worry oh, i know that cute. i know what's going on there but god we sound smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't hate us <laughs> I was going to say, I've lost my thread now. I've lost my thread. It's gone. It's gone. But, it's gone. But it's interesting listening to you because um, while you find your thread, I'll slag off my own marriage. So um, <laughs> I, me and my husband, do. we, we are very symbiotic and uh, there's lots of things that we're very like aligned on, but we do not have the same sense of humour. We have a mutual sense of humour, which we make each other laugh a lot, but he doesn't find huge sections of things funny that i find funny and we have really different taste in films and stuff like and television like we cannot watch the same tv unless we we occasionally like will will align on certain things map and lucia being one of the things that we both adore Mm, actually funny yeah and um it's very interesting that you say that you know you're very very aligned neither is neither is right if you know what i mean but it it always makes me laugh because i'm always like how do we get on so well when we just absolutely have such different sense of humor but i suppose i mean people it the, the pattern isn't isn't the same all the, you know some people totally complement each other like like pieces of a puzzle locking together but their the differences are what make them align other people are, have much more similar characteristics and that's mm. what makes them come together so you know it's i mean the, i think for me the, the the thing you put your finger on there is is having a laugh it's yeah. uh you know i i think foster was onto something with only connect but mm. the bracket should be only connect with a laugh because <laughs> that's mm-hmm, what it's mm-hmm. that's the fundamental thing to me it really is it's um yeah, those those sort of Burton and Taylor relationships oh. you read about these incredible tempestuous love affairs, which are all very well to read about, but hell to live. But actually, mm. the, the the bits you like the best, I think, are when you see that people are having a good time together, and you think, well, why would you not? You know, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's really to me the fundamental of it all. It's a brilliant story, weirdly, about Burton and Taylor when um, he t- he took her back to to Wales to Port Talbot. And just they just went to the pub. They arrived in a Rolls Royce, and it was like a royal visit. And he just took her to the pub, and she apparently had the best night of her life. He would just literally give her a five and say, "Go, go and get us a couple." And she just went to the bar, and you know, for one night, she allowed herself to be just uh, just a woman in a Welsh pub. But uh, the next day, she probably wanted to fly back to Hollywood. <laughs> That's amazing, though, isn't it? I'm going to pause us all there. I'm going to say it's time for a break. Head to the feed so you can listen to part two of this wonderful chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
powered by Spirit Studios.